0: This is the Run Home feature interview, thanks to Mick Delivery. Well, there's plenty of rugby league news doing the rounds at the moment, not least, of course, because the Kiwis have that Pacific Championship final up against the Kangaroos in Hamilton tomorrow evening. And joining me now, former Kiwis captain Hugh McGann. Hugh, thank you so much for your time. How are you doing, this, Avo?
1: Very well, thank you, Kim. Thanks for asking.
0: Fabulous to have you on the show. Just before we do get into the Kiwis kangaroos, we've talked a bit on the show uh, about this Adam Finua-Blake situation with the Warriors. Was there a bit of a sigh of relief from you hearing that he will be with the Warriors for next season at least?
1: Uh, Well, yes, that is a relief. I I hadn't heard that, I've got to be honest. Um, That is a relief. Um, I was surprised, like everyone else, as to what it was about or uh, where it was heading. Um, initial thoughts was okay he's family issues or mm-hmm. he needs to get home or, or whatever but uh, whatever has been sorted out there's good news because uh, he's an integral part of the Warriors everyone knows that and um, to, to lose him at such a stage or a late stage of um, off season mm-hmm. uh, would have been hard to replace but um, thankfully the, the club uh, and the two have sorted things out and um, Looking forward to next year, but uh, now they're looking even further forward as to a possible replacement further on down the track.
0: Yeah, gives everyone a little bit of breathing room, doesn't it? And that news did only come out in the last couple of hours, uh, to be fair. And it's quite a... It's hard with these ones, right? Because I think some of the commentary that I've seen uh, in the wake of this news yesterday was very much, well, you know, a contract's a contract. But ultimately, if he's if he's asking for something uh, for family reasons and it's a compassionate request, I mean, it, it puts the, the club in a pretty tricky position, right?
1: Oh, it does, but... It's unfortunate that people speculate before they mm. actually know what the what the issue is. Um, when I heard it was for personal reasons, then I just you just let it go and just mm. wait to hear whatever those personal things are. And we shouldn't go diving into those things or making accusations or giving our own perspective on on what we think has, has happened. And um, it's it's good that it has been sorted out. Um, but it does throw a, a whole heap of things up from, from certain people and it's not only in this sport but other sport where everyone's very, very quick to jump on the, mm. the bandwagon and give their own, their, their own thoughts around some things. But I'm glad that it is sorted.
0: Yeah, likewise, likewise. Let's turn our attention then uh, to tomorrow night's clash in the Tron Kiwis Kangaroos. Before we actually get into that, uh, Hugh, you must have some great memories from your own uh, times coming up against the Kangaroos.
1: I won't say great. Not a lot of them were great because we were on the, probably the bad end of, uh, of, of some of the results. Um, but there, there, there's always highlights. And, and one thing about the, the Kangaroos-Kiwi um, fixtures was you, know, you, you knew that you were in a, in a real contest. You can play against those guys week in, week out, um, in club games. Um, it's, it's always tough. It was tough. It's even tougher now, the, the way the game has been played. But when you come into to these international fixtures, State of Origin has its own um, standard of play and level of play. Test match rugby league is, is exactly the same. It has its own level. It's it's different. Um, each, each, I'm not saying one's stronger than the other, but it, it's different. It's exciting. And when you see the, the... Or for the Kiwi team, playing against the green and gold, it's always a step up. We had to step up because we knew it was going to be tough and, and having... To, at the time, it was 15... That we were playing against uh, reserves included, that it was, there wasn't weakness in the opposition, and uh, it's it's one that I think a lot of the team and the team still now they look forward to even more so now the coaches look forward to just as much, um, and having spoken with uh, Michael Maguire um, a couple of weeks ago, he's really looking forward to this. even though he's Australian himself, he 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 understands what it means to New Zealanders mm. uh, to play against the, the, the kangaroos.
0: It's interesting uh, you bring him up, actually. I was going to ask a little bit later on, but obviously there has been uh, this talk around him potentially going to New South Wales uh, and, and having to well either give one up, give the Kiwis up, or, or try and juggle both. Where do you see that potentially landing?
1: Um, if, he, if he does both, I think he can do both, um, Everyone says that the New South Wales job is a full-time job. Well, no, it's not. (laughs) You don't need to be full-time with it. Um, But one thing he would have to give up is is his club commitments. Currently, he's been with uh, the Canberra Raiders um, as assistant coach there. Now, whether that's on a contractual basis or he's in and out only two or three days a week, I'm not too sure. But I I don't think he could do three. Um, Only Michael can answer that. But I I think if it was New South Wales and the, the Kiwi team alone, I don't see any issue whatsoever with that. I think he he can do do the job, and I think it will be of a benefit to New Zealand, where he's seeing the Australian players on a constant basis. He know he knows the ins and outs of of uh, the boys that may be in the New South Wales team. He even gets a close look at the uh, the Queenslanders. Um, so now that he's committed to the mm. Kiwi team until the end of the next World Cup, um, I only see it as a real asset for for New Zealand rugby league and. and I would love to see him continue as the a, as a Kiwi coach and do the New South Wales job at the same time.
0: When you had your chat to him, how optimistic is he around the Kiwis and where they're at at the moment?
1: Oh, I'm sorry, I just missed it.
0: No, that's that, all right. Yeah. I was just saying, you mentioned you caught up with him a couple of weeks ago. I mean, how optimistic is he around the Kiwis and where they're at and how they're progressing at the moment?
1: Oh, he's He's right on top of it now that... The last World Cup last year was done and dusted. There's a new um, formula in place, uh, new recruit, uh, new recruits uh, the, and fresh lot of players. He is extremely excited. Um, and that's one thing about Michael. He's just passionate about what, what he does and he, he doesn't fail in showing it and he, he expresses it visually and you can hear it in his voice. He's just engrossed with what, what he's doing. Um, I, I, I think the way that the, the teams have, well, the team has been selected for the future, um, there's nothing but you know, good signs with, uh, with, with what he's doing and how he's going about it. His assistant coaches um, uh, and where they uh, are able to help mm. and have a New Zealand flavour to, those, those, uh, to the side of, of the, the coaching um, only benefits the team. And the, and the players really respect them. There's no question whatsoever mm. that they just love Michael Maguire.
0: When it comes to tomorrow's game as well, obviously the Kiwis went down to the Kangaroos 36-18 last weekend. Not exactly a scoreline, I think, that really reflected uh, that game necessarily blew out a little bit at the end there. But what, what in your mind, do the Kiwis need to do to turn that result around?
1: Um, I, I think they let themselves down defensively. I, the, the Australians are very good at putting pressure on us in, in their defence, very quick up off the line. Um, and they maintained it for the full 80 minutes. We started off well. We were very confrontational. Um, I don't think the Jermaine Asako kickoff um, helped us. When mm. it went dead, and we were just straight onto onto um, defence um, in our own half straight away. So that 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 didn't help. But I I see things changing. I I, I understand that there, there there may have been uh, a different view on the. Uh, the game, given the players that were selected by by Australia, um, but I think we'll see, we'll see a different flavour of, of New New Zealand efforts um, tomorrow. The, uh, the the players probably would have been very embarrassed by what they they delivered. Um, yes, they were they were good. They uh, they they have the attacking weapons with them, but I think Australia and their defensive um, a set piece they just come come at us and don't relent in that area we have to find ways around it we we need to push the ball wide we can't be too structured up up the center because that's the, that's where they know we we come we've got enough strike power out wide and players who who have a little bit of flavor in, in their play they they have the ability to to play off the cuff um and the other players around them are smart enough to follow on the back of it they don't have to continue to play structure throw things a little bit different to the Australians. And um, I think that they, they will bustle them to a certain degree, um, but you have to keep changing your game. You can't stick to the one, one plan throughout because they're very quick to adapt.
0: Hugh, producer Brad here. I'm um, really enjoying the Pacific Nations Cup. International Rugby League is something that we don't get to see a lot of and, and on that note we've just seen the conclusion of a, a phenomenal World Cup uh, final aside of course uh, which was a great advertisement for the NRL I might add but do you, do you want to see something done about International Rugby League? I know State of Origin dictates that we're not going to see a lot of International Rugby League in, in the mid-year but I just feel like it needs more attention. It's it's This has been great with Tonga playing England over, over in the UK and this Pacific Nations Cup, the second tier tournament as well. It feels like we need this scheduled every season.
1: Uh, we need to have something uh, for International Rugby League. Uh, unfortunately, the Australian Rugby League, um, despite them uh, denying the fact that they control International Rugby League, something, something does need to change. And uh, the, the way that they structure the games is always around the NRL. Uh, priority is, is state of origin, that needs to change. Yes, that's that's a, uh, a windfall for uh, the NRL and the Australian Rugby League, um, but if they talk about they love Australia, uh, international football, the players love international mm. football. There's no question about that, but they just don't get enough um, and they, they need to restructure it um, for the benefit of the players. It, 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 we should be looking at it from the players' perspective because that's what they want. That's what they they want to do. Yes, they want to play state of origin. You can play all those games mid-season. Um, coaches just need to understand that they need to manage their minutes with with their uh, players who are involved in in those games. It happened for years beforehand. It can continue to happen, especially now with the the, the way the medic medical fraternity look after their players, the management that they have of them, the, the re, rehab work that they they can uh, take on, the strength and conditioning who monitor what the, the players do. Um, uh, they can talk about oh, the, the fans don't want to see it because they, they want to see their players playing every week. The, as long as the fans are seeing their team play, they don't really care about, in particular, which ones are always there week in, week out. Um, I think they, they dwell too much on that. Uh, if, if International Rugby League is to, to flourish, mm-hmm. then they need to change the schedule. But I, honestly, I cannot see it while the Australians are in control.
0: That was going to be my follow-up there, Hugh. What would it actually take to make that happen?
1: Uh, there has to be a mind shift by the Australians mm. or the game has to has to fall over for them to, to appreciate just uh, how important international rugby league is. If they want to take this game, they, the Australians had the opportunity many, many years ago, in 1987, they took a state of origin game to um to the States and played like they're going to do next year, or they're taking the game to the States next year to open up the season. In 1987, they, they took it. The Americans loved the game, but then the Americans wanted to have a little bit of control of what would happen mm. to it. There, and the Australian Rugby league stepped back and said, okay, no, we can't give out the control of our game to someone else. And they didn't They didn't go there. So they are ensuring that they have, still have control of, of the game. Um, but if we want to take it uh, further uh, afield as far as internationally, then we need to take the game to places like, like the States, which they are they are going to do now. But mm. we're now 30 years, 35 years later, when they're down this track, it, it should have been done a long, long time ago if, if the game was to, to be bigger. Then probably what Rugby Union was at the time. Rugby League was the game that everyone wanted to see internationally. Then rugby went professional. Um, and then they started taking their game um, a little further and took it a little bit more serious and hence it overran rugby league and rugby league just stayed within Australia, New Zealand, Great Britain. Uh, we're now only just starting to expand it with the, the island nations, mm. um, which is tremendous with what they're, they're doing there, but it needs to go further afield.
0: Some very interesting thoughts there. Former Kiwis captain Hugh McGann, thank you so very much for your time. Enjoy the game this weekend. Uh, the sum of the limited international rugby league that we get. is hoping for much more in the future. I completely agree with him as well. I've really enjoyed the Pacific Championship so far uh, and hope that it has a good future ahead of it. That was our Maccas feature interview with Mick Delivery, delivering your Maccas favourites straight to your door. Kim's cashy. Running tonight, give us a text on the Temper Bed Post Text Machine temper and Bed Posts range of mattresses and adjustable bases. Adapt to the exact shape of your body so you can put your head and feet up in comfort. Bigger, better, better. That was the Run Home feature interview. Thanks to Mick Delivery. Staying in to watch the sport, let us cook. Get your Macca's favourites delivered with Mick Delivery.